One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, 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 hello. Happy Monday, my friends, and welcome to, of course, the first Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcast of the week with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Unless, of course, you start Saturday is the first day of the week. Does anyone do No, they don't. So it is the first. And we start today by looking back at the 43rd Ryder Cup as Team USA beat Team Europe at Whistling Straits. Here's how the drama unfolded on TalkSport. The United States... Um, have won the Ryder Cup. They've just got the points to take them up to the necessary 14 and a half. In fact, since then, the, the, uh, the, the games are dropping like dominoes. Colin Morikawa got the all-important half point after Victor Hovland, the youngest player in the European team, took it to the 18th with a brilliant birdie on the 18th to halve that match. But that took them over to the necessary 14 and a half. This Ryder Cup means a lot to everybody. It means a lot to your side. It means a lot to our side. And, you know, to finally uh, put in a dominant performance here, these guys played great and, and uh, they deserve it. They worked hard at it. They were fired up to be here and uh, it showed all uh, few weeks that we uh, got involved. I'm proud, certainly, of Steve Stricker and his entire team. But, you know, the bottom line, it is a big win for the USA. Clearly, when you look at the average age of their team at 29, they and, and their fearless approach, and what they've all talked about is the baggage of previous players being in the team who just only knew about losing. This is a new-look team of six rookies, and you could have picked another four or five players in this team, and they still would have been better, I think, than the European team who came into this with no form. So now I think They've got the winning feeling, and not just any old winning feeling, an absolute shellacking of Europe. We got a demonstration of the United States team performing at its best. I love being a part of this team. I love my teammates so much, and I should have done more from, for them this week. Um, I'm glad I put a point on the word for Europe today, but, you know, I just, I just can't wait to get another shot at this. It seemed like uh, somebody had put their most expensive possessions uh, in a safe and, and somehow lost the combination to the safe. And they tried this and they tried that. I mean, they tried all kinds of things to get that safe open mm -hmm. and it just wouldn't open. And Roy McIlroy could not perform at the level that he was accustomed to performing. No way of looking at it any other way. It was a big win for the USA. Now, moving on to Sunday's Premier League action, and Arsenal moved into the top half of the Premier League, would you believe, with a 3-1 win over Tottenham Hotspurs in the North London derby. The result also takes the Gunners above their arch-rivals, despite Spurs being top and then being bottom of the table after the first three games. 
Here's the best of the reaction to the game on Darren Bent's boot room on Talk Sport. Of course, Darren Bent is a big Arsenal fan. That is the final whistle. Arsenal 3, Tottenham 1 and the bragging rights belong to Mikel Arteta. I absolutely loved it. Um, I don't think it gets much better than that. I was already really fired up yesterday. Uh, I could not wait for the game to come. I knew the support we were going to have. I can't really describe how good it feels. You know, I think starting with the atmosphere in the stadium, you know, it was crazy. And from minute one, they gave us so much energy. And for us to repay them, you know, and win like this at the stadium, it, it just means everything to us. We didn't play good. We didn't play good. We didn't perform well. It's a shambles. I mean, that's that's free. Games in a row now, we've conceded nine. Wow, I thought we were absolutely superb. Back to front. The the young lads, wow, brilliant. I just received a, a video message of my wife, of yeah. my youngest son, who obviously, as Spurs you know, fan. is four, Spurs fan. He's there, stood there in the garden in his Spurs shirt, saying, Daddy, I want a Man United shirt with Ronaldo oh, on the yes. back. Where's the creativity? Long ball today in a North London derby, for real. You can't be doing that in a North London derby at their gaff. Well, that was absolutely horrendous. Um, I actually had a ticket for the game, but I got off an overtime and took the overtime instead. And <laughs> Good decision. The energy they showed, the young players, you know, a bit of grit, a bit of fight. And we didn't see any of that from Tottenham's midfield in the first half. It was literally like watching the schoolboys. It was a bang average um, yeah. North London derby, let's be honest. I know. Ooh, oh, he's getting oh, spiky. No Ambrose is royal. <laughs> You've got your eighth choice manager in. You've got more debt than any other club in the world. You've had your last couple of managers. Don't tell me that Mourinho wanted Jetson Fernandes. The way Arteta was acting today, you'd think he'd won the league. Arsenal and Tottenham are both in trouble. So any Arsenal fan that's happy tonight, go to sleep being happy you beat Tottenham, but we're in big trouble as well as you are. Well, I think it's as good as, uh, as I've seen in this stadium. Just the feeling, um, the emotion. Um, it was incredible to experience it because I could see a team that I could see with my eyes and I can feel it really attached to what I want to do. Mate, I'm absolutely buzzing. Literally, I'm like a chessy cat. Watching these games as an academy player and wanting to be involved in them and now to be involved and score, it's, it's a special feeling, yeah. I don't know where Harry Kane is. I think he's probably in Ben White's pocket, isn't he? Lots and lots of work for Nuno Espirito Santo to do. That is three games in a row now that Tottenham have conceded three goals in the Premier League. Not one check. any pleasure in saying it. It's the poison chalice in world football now. No manager worth his salt is going to go in there and say, right, well, I want to work with Dyer and Sanchez. The mentality in that team is just, it's a disgrace. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm really disappointed. We have been on a downward spiral ever since, and it's got worse and worse and worse every single year. And these, this, this chairman and this, this board needs to go. It just shows you that, doesn't it? it? It won't take much for Tottenham fans to turn on Harry Kane. Mm. If results keep going against them, if he keeps not scoring goals... The fact he was so public about his desire to leave Manchester that's the City, thing. That's the thing. that will come back and haunt him. Yeah, I think if we play like that all the time as a team, we have a strong chance of doing well in the season and winning some trophies. But let's try and do it every game. You know, this is this is one game. We have to do it again next week and the next week and the next week. We are worried not about that fact. We are worried about because we are not playing good. This is the main concern that we have, and we want to play better. We want to to improve our game. So this is the main concern. Bragging rights belong to Arsenal. The Arsenal fans are in jubilant mood. It's finished Arsenal 3, Tottenham 1. Now, staying with Sunday's Premier League action, and Raul Jimenez scored his first goal since suffering a major head injury last season as Wolves beat Southampton 1-0 at St Mary's. Shortly, we'll hear from both managers and Jimenez himself. But first, here's Sam Machterface. And Perry Groves doesn't work. 
reacting to the win on Talk Sport. I've just said it doesn't work. Southampton nil, Wolves won, and Raul Jimenez's long, long wait for a goal is finally over. And boy, this is a very, very special goal. The way I saw Raul every time in the training, the way he worked for the team, the goal is a, way, uh, a question of time, and the time comes. Just a, a fantastic individual centre forwards goal bearing in mind what that guy's been through in the last 18 months with his head injury when he thought that it was possible that his career would come to an end to get back on the score sheet in that sort of way is nothing more than just heartwarming Jimmy, made me and you we've got no dog in the fight here at all have we right but it made me and you smile didn't you think good for you because what he's, he's been through he's waited a long time for this goal as I say the Wolves fans have waited a long time but that's the Raul Jimenez we all remember so well strength pace power and skill he and all the, his teammates need to continue to work well to, to bring results for us we have to continue going like this we know uh, that we can do it better but I think we did a really good job and we deserve what we have. A second win in succession away from home for Wolverhampton Wanderers. For Southampton, they remain one of five sides in the Premier League without a win so far this season. I think we have to improve and uh, we have to get better. There is another side to it as well, and that is that Southampton have won four times in 27 Premier League games since they beat Liverpool uh, by goal to nil. Ralph Hasenhutl got very emotional after that it's been all downhill the only teams that they've beaten since then are Sheffield United Fulham Burnley and Crystal Palace and Palace has given up towards the end of last you know, season in 2021 they've only taken 21 points wow. so that's the least of teams that have played in both seasons elsewhere the fallout continues from Manchester United's defeat to Aston Villa brilliant on Saturday afternoon no one really cares United have now lost their last two games at home without scoring yeah okay one of them was in the cup and face Villarreal in the Champions League on Wednesday. Easy game. Shortly, we'll hear from Tony Cascarino and the guys on Darren Bent's boot room. Of course, Darren Bent is a big Arsenal fan. But first, here's Mickey Gray, who believes Aaron Wambasaka could not get into a League Two side with the way he plays with the ball at his feet. What? I bet he can take a penalty there in the playoff final. His distribution with the ball is... Uh, um, this is maybe a little bit overcritical, but I think with, with the ball at his feet, he wouldn't get a game in a League Two. Um, when I watch him play, he just does never look comfortable with a ball at his feet. It's a first Premier League defeat of the season for Manchester United. A famous win at Old Trafford for Aston Villa. Well, the last the last eight games now, Cast that they've lost have all came at, uh, at Old Trafford. It feels like there's something behind the scenes that is not quite right. You could just sense the problems and everybody was saying to themselves, look, they need to do things a little bit quicker, but they just didn't get going. So they have to sort that out if they want to keep challenging at the top of the table in the Premier League. Bruno Fernandes against Emmy Martinez in front of the Stretford end to salvage a point and he's blazed it high into the Stretford end. It's a horror penalty from Bruno Fernandes. Cristiano Ronaldo has been bought in. He's the best goal scorer of all time. He has to take the penalty. He does. I think it was the right decision that Bruno took it. I think for the last 18 months or however long he's been there, I think he's been a revelation to Manchester United. He's put them on their back. I think he's been superb. Arguably, if you look at his stats compared to, I think, goal scored, assists, you know what I mean, all goal combinations, I think he's at the very top of the charts. And he's been your penalty to any Manchester United's penalty taker since he got there. So for me, it was 100% the right decision. The amount of pressure 
that was on Bruno Fernandes to yeah. score that in the last minute with Cristiano Ronaldo stood behind him watching on. Why not just say, right, Ronaldo, you are on them to start with. If you miss, Bruno takes them. He's been brilliant in his own right. So why should someone else... And listen, I get it. Ronaldo is arguably one of the greatest players we've ever seen. But still, Bruno had no problems taking penalties before that. Why all of a sudden should he just kind of just hand it over? Well, I was brilliant presenting the show when you were away. But when you came back, I handed over because well, you're the main man. Listen, you're, your name's mm-hmm. above the door. Now, what next for Anthony Joshua after his defeat to Alexander Usyk on Saturday night? Joshua relinquished all his belts, a word you never use, after defeat by unanimous decision at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. You could say he went all Spursy, leaving an undisputed title fight with Tyson Fury in serious doubt. Here's Joshua himself, as well as top promoters Eddie Hearn and Frank Warren, and TalkSport's Adi Oladipo, who believes a rematch will only see the same result. All three scores go to the winner by... Unanimous decision. And no! I'm not a sulker. This is a blessed opportunity to be able to fight for the heavyweight championship of the world, to fight good fighters time and time again I'm not going to go home tonight and be crying about it because this is war he's got to make changes he's got to do better Usyk will probably I'm pretty sure he'll be a favourite going into the rematch which was very different different to the Ruiz rematch 100% 110 I'm ready to get back to training it was a good 12 rounder so I'll be in a good place when I get back into training to pick up where we left off we will work together to maximise the revenue Ukraine very unlikely to be honest, I think it'll be international or it'll be in the UK, but I would think it'll be in the UK. Eddie Hearn spoke yesterday about potentially having the rematch in February. I'm telling you now, and there's no way that this Anthony Joshua has beaten Alexander Usyk in February. I believe I'll get a good win in the next fight because of what I learned in this fight. I'm, I'm a quick learner and we'll bounce back. I mean, they could have the rematch a hundred times. Not again, I'm a massive AJ fan. I think I'd, put, I'd pick Usyk every, every time. He's got to make big improvements to win to win a rematch and he's confident he can do it if this was the end of the story it'll be more emotional for me but I know that I've got I, I trust in my process whatever's happening good and bad I just trust in my process Usyk is a thorough professional he won't be training in his larder and I can't see any difference I don't see another option you know he's not going to want to go and have a 10 rounder at the 0-2 he's going to want to try and win his belts back the number one number one challenger Number one, if you look at their ratings, number one is Daniel Dubois. It's a pipe dream now, and if I'm honest with you, hand on the heart, I don't think it's going to happen. All Tyson could see, same as myself, was a massive big fight going down the drain, which is what happened. Joshua Rose loses all these belts, and he finds himself in a position that where he needs to win his next contest or he's completely out of the picture. The road to undisputed and all that stuff is good. As I said, I'll fight Tyson Fury, Wilder, whatnot, without the belts. The belts is fun, it's great, it's legacy. But with or without the belts, I'll fight whoever. I promise you, he will be much, much better than that in the rematch. So that's it for another podcasting thing. Thanks for listening on Talks by Apple, wherever you get your podcasts from. And of course, make sure you smash that subscribe button. I'm back on one of my shows. Not my favourite, if I'm being honest now. Now that I've been promoted to the big old drive time show. But anyway, I'll still do it. I have to. I'm self-employed. Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, tonight from 10pm 
alongside the fun boy, taking calls, I'm guessing, from happy Gooners and very unhappy Spurs fans. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcasts out first thing in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day, and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.